Yo, 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 intelligent people! <laughs> It's finally Huwebes. Grabe, ang bilis ng ano, ang bilis ng panahon. Dalawang tulog na lang, weekend na ulit, and less than 100 days. Pasko na naman. Kumusta guys? Nakakain na ba kayo? Or um, nagtatrabaho pa din? Head over to Event Discussion Channel and let me know. And para sa mga bago, this is Best Thursday and we're now on episode 999. <laughs> Hi guys! Ayun, so, um, parang konsensya ko na si Baste. Hi Kenneth, F999 sabi ni Maria. So guys, good news. Yesterday was our, uh, it's the birthday of our youngest sibling. So happy V2 day yesterday. And guys, you know what? Naka, um, we, tawag na ito, nakalikom tayo ng total of 33,000 Pesos to be donated to NICU Grabe this community. Nag-start lang siya ng 2,000 na utang dahil sa ating um, um, our gimmick on August. Tapos, akalain niyo nakalikom tayo ng 33,000 pesos. Grabe naman. Ang, ang yayaman ng ano, ang yayaman ng mga podsibs natin. And don't forget also tomorrow sa mga bago. Tomorrow is, it's a Friday thing. The theme is Podvocacy. So that will be on 8 PM tomorrow, our podsebs would share their advocacies and causes that are close to their heart. To their hearts, I said to their hearts. So, kung pwede pang humabol, by the way, but um, kung meron kayong mga um, gustong ishare sa mga podsebs, contact nyo lang yung admin natin. And on Saturday, of course, is our open mic night. We'll go back to the classics and sing our hearts out to our talented podsebs version of their favorite 90s hits. So, let's go 90s. Let's go 90s. <laughs> and of course, right after that is an after party. We'll be having an inuman. So, yeah, see you there. Especially sa mga newbies para magkakilala at magkakilala tayo. Alright? So now, um, yung pag-uusapan na natin tonight is something that is medyo serious. Pero, pero, <laughs> pero gagawin natin very, very light. So, um, 2020 will be coming to an end um, sa for less than 100 days na lang. And ang daming nangyari na magaganda, ang daming... Um, nangyari na uh, medyo hindi maganda <laughs> the um, top in the list is the COVID pero in our country I think yung pinakamalala na nangyari sa ating country is the passing of the anti-terrorism law or the ATL um, I remember the month of June like all of the Filipinos were just raged um, online or on ground lahat talaga um, ang daming opinions about it. But on July 3, 2020, unfortunately, the anti-terrorism law was signed by President Rodrigo Duterte despite strong public opposition. And you no, know, this law, um, para sa mga hindi nakakaalam, pero hopefully, dapat we're all informed with this law. This new law broadly expands the new definition of a terror act. So, like a brief discussion lang about it. So yung, yung definition before of a terror act um, sa Human Security, Human Security Act of 2007, which is the repealed law, like yung definition niya is expanded and broadened the paradigm and also the paradigm of the, the terrorism were um, expanded to six 
definition sa bagong anti-terrorism law. So, the law, even before nga hindi pa siya napapas, earned the ire of human rights activists, lawyers, and even the framers of the Constitution. So, marami talaga yung um, um, nagpro-protesta or nag nagpro-protesta sa, sa bill na yun. Maybe because of the fear that this law will only be weaponized against the administration's opposition groups. And, you know, marami talaga yung nagsasabi that this law is made just to silence the administration critics. And it's seen by many as an attack to freedom of expression and human rights. Um, kahit nga, ano, hindi pa nga napapasa yung law, marami na tayong na um, nakikita na mga injustices around us. Um, the list will go on and on and on. But the law also specifies that activism and dissent may only be classified as terrorist acts if these pose a risk to public safety. This provision in the law is what caught the eyes of those who oppose the passing of the bill. Its interpretation, if left unchecked, may pose dangerous consequences to those critical to the Duterte administration. So in a nutshell, parang yung general rule of the anti-terrorism law is that dissent is an act of terrorism. So that is what, and that is what, yan yung pag-uusapan natin tonight. Pag-usapan natin yung one form of dissent, which is activism. And, you know, young people, especially students, have always been one of the largest and most vibrant forces of the social and revolutionary movements. Kahit pa nung panahon pa ng Castilla, kahit, kahit pa nung uh, martial law, and even up to these millennial times, the presence of the youth is already evident sa streets or even online. And so, it is but right na makipagchikahan at makipagkwentuhan tayo with a student activist. So our guest for tonight is currently studying BS Psychology in Ateneo de Manila. He is a member of Kabataan Party List Katipunan and a chairperson of the Social Sciences Chapter. So Podsibs, help me welcome Chris Chu. Hi, Chris Chu. Hello. Hello, Hi, man. what's up? Can you hear the mic? Okay. Yes, yes, I can hear you. Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for going to the yung, yung episode ngayon for Bass Thursday. It's very um, comforting na 14 is known. Uh, yes. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Ayun. So, I know. Um, Actually, I was there, Podsibs, nung ano, merong, ano, merong webinar na hinost ni, ni Chris Chu. Parang oh, weird if, sinas- if tinatawag kita na Chris lang. <laughs> so, Chris Chu na lang. So, I was there nung, ano, nung pa-webinar ni Chris Chu. And I was really, it was really um, insightful. Um, parang yung webinar is all about ed- education. Like, ano yung, ano yung status ng education natin in um in the middle of the pandemic so it was really insightful the speakers were really great and congratulations chris true and uh, we're so proud of you for doing that thank you so much uh, it was a really big step for the chapter because the first webinar naman officially as an established chapter because the first webinar naman, we were only a group of seven people working on it so it was like super uh it was a super hassle time because you have to have your PubMed team, then you have to invite the speakers, mm-hmm. you have to invite the organization. So parang it was such a big step for us to have like more than 15 people in their chapter na. 
And you know, it's super fulfilling to see something you've started. Tapos na tita mo, na umuusbong siya sa Ateneum. Of course, of course. At uusbong at uusbong pa yan moving forward. So, guys, yung matanong ko lang, ano yung pinagkakaabahan mo ngayon? Pinagkakaabalahan mo ngayon? Like, wa, ano yung kinabibisihan mo aside from being a student? Uh, aside from being a student, um, I've been more leaning to, like, education. Kasi nga, um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm still a new activist to the, I'm still new to the scene kasi I've only been a member for around six months. But I've also been going to mobs, like mobilization, since last year. Ngayon lang talaga nagkaroon ng lakas ng loob during the pandemic to actually like put my, uh, to put my money where my mouth is. Like to actually mm-hmm. join an organization. So, mm-hmm. uh, yun nga, uh, personally, uh, in-advocate ko, yun nga, is um, free education for all, free quality education for all, or at the very least, cheap Uh, para lang, hindi lang para dun sa nasa Metro Manila, pero para din dun sa mga nasa probinsya. Kasi nga, uh, they're the ones who take the brunt of the current education system right now. And then, besides that, I also advocate for uh, mental health awareness, mental health destigmatization. Um, kasi nga, um, these are things that aren't really talked about in the Philippines, and it's not... Uh, it really causes a lot of damage to like not only the youth, but to those to even adults who have never even faced a psychiatrist or even had a test conducted to them. So yeah, those are siguro my main two advocacy. Nice. So why don't you, ano, why don't you discuss your advocacies tomorrow? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow I have a lot of uh, organization work to do. But I'm, going, I'm trying my best to attend tomorrow naman. Sure, sure, sure. We'll see you there. But yeah, as you said, you're still a baby activist. <laughs> But um, what is your definition or how do you understand activism? So, activism kasi, um, in my terms, it's essentially um, it's essentially uh, the action of using like various campaigning to bring out collective action. To bring out collective action. So, hindi ka magiging aktivista kung hindi ka makikisalamuha sa kapwa mong tao. So, uh, mm-hmm. that's really the definition for activism that um, I stand with. Kasi nga, I feel that people um, without each other can't really achieve like these um, important decisions that requires like multitude, multitudes of people to support it. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important for activists to not gatekeep activism. To like, Um, look down on other people's activism because mm-hmm. it really causes um it really causes a negative connotation a negative view of yung pagiging activista like the one mm-hmm. like the one we have right now yes actually ano um i for myself hindi ko naman may tuturo yung yung sarili ko na activista um mm-hmm. but of course i know na parang parang i i also have parang Um, I also have the conscious effort to cross-examine the maybe the government or or even just the community around me and see if there are wrongs and faults na nangyayari and see to it that I have some that there is something that I can do. But I've always believed na parang yung activism is isn't just um parang Pranging sinabi mo, it's a collective engagement. I have always believed na parang yung activism could be done individually. So, so parang 
I, I actually thought na, for example, yung mga people or even the celebrities or even individual students who bring their protest online na parang they are not members of an organization or they do not do street protests, but they bring their um, costs online, for example, in, in a creative content. So can you, can you um, categorize this as an activism as well? Um, yung creative content, so things like publication materials, mga pubmats and posters or art mm-hmm. forms. Any, any, think, any kind of art form, for example, music yeah. or movies. Yeah, I think essentially art is super important in activism because um, art itself is a very political thing to partake in um, from the music you write, from the paintings you paint. And yes. From the, and yun nga nakikita nga natin ngayon na um, writers, historians have such an important part in um, our daily life because they really control how we look at the past, how we perceive and interpret what happened when we were not um, born yet. So you can see that these art forms play such an instrumental um, role in activism because it not only inspires people to mm-hmm. um, release these emotions, these um, um, these thoughts that mm-hmm. remain in their brain, um, but also it's important for us to um, also um, na parang kailangan natin i- isipin na yung art forms na to, it's also a way mm. of recording things of what yes. really happened. It's a, way, it's a part of history. So that's Mm-mm. why we have, that's why Manila Sound is such an important soundtrack to the Philippines. Even though these songs aren't like especially like amazing or parang uh, technically difficult. It's because these, these were the anthems of the martial law era. And Mm-mm. we're seeing it now with the rise of hip-hop and rise of hip-hop here in the Philippines that people are using music especially mm-hmm. as a way to um, critique the government, to critique officials, mm-hmm. to critique leaders right now on what's really happening in society, of what's happening at the base level of um, among the poorest of the poor. So an example mm-hmm. of that would be Collateral. That was a mm-hmm. compilation album filled with mm-hmm. rappers from the Philippines talking about the Duterte's drug war. Mm-hmm. Yes, hundred percent agree with every with everything that you said, and I also like what you said. Na parang these art forms are like these art forms that are meant to be a form of activism, quote unquote, inspire other people. This okay. is um parang um in contrast to the stigma and the negative connotation of the people towards activism, di ba kung masasabi yeah. like yeah. kung ma, even like to be honest, my parents don't. Like hate it when people or students see in the television or in the news protesting on the streets. Nang sinasabi, bakit pa kayo nagproprotesta? Bakit pa kayo like sumunod na lang kayo sa batas? So this is parang in contrast with the um with the stigma nga na actually activism inspires people. So what do you think is the aim of activism? Um, I think the aim of activism, like here in the Philippines, Laluna, it's really to band together um, the masses. Mm-hmm. It's really to unite um, the Filipino people despite um, difference in culture, difference in religion, difference in sexual orientation and gender. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's to compile these people into one banner of really achieving like systemic change. 
mm-hmm. society kasi nga nakikita mo talaga na um yung lipunan ngayon is very only beneficial to those in power to those who have already um the privilege of um or, or the privilege of being rich of being wealthy of controlling land so mm-hmm. nga, parang activism is simply put um the collective action of the masses to achieve mm-hmm. what they want what they need yes i i I think that that parang yan yung nutshell talaga ng activism no na parang it's a collective engagement to pursue something that needs to change. Like for me for me act, the the keyword for activism is change. Like why do people um become activists? Because they recognize something that is wrong and they seek to address it, you know? Like yeah. they like these people, these activists see na merong mali, merong mali sa na nangyayari sa lipunan whether it's micro or macro and as you know as um being compassionate towards towards other people as well they make an effort to do something about it okay. and and um yung next question ko sa is that why if alam naman natin like well tayo mga Pilipino sanay naman tayo sa mga sa mga um injustices or pagbabali ng mga batas, di ba? And um, bak- maraming, sa- maraming tao na magsasabi na bakit, bakit kailangan nyo pa magprotesta? E, i- idulog nyo na lang yan sa kinaukulan para matama kung ano yung mali. But why do you think um, important yung activism and, pro- of pro- and protests in, um, in a situation where alam mo naman na na yung venues for grievances are inadequate and hostile. Kasi naniniwala ako na people choose to protest even though alam nila na may batas because the usual venues of grievances were proven to be inadequate and hostile. For example, in the Philippines, alam naman natin, we already know the track record of the Philippines, of the administration. So I think yan yung, yung reason kung bakit um, activism and protest is rampant ngayon. Like parang um, everywhere, everywhere is everywhere. May makita ka ng nagprotesta nag na, mga aktivista and para sa mga boomers, quote unquote boomers, ito ay masama. Like nagkakaroon ng negative na na image yung ak- mga aktivista at mga protest because of this. So going back to the question, as a baby baby activist nga, why do you choose to protest? Choosing to protest, I think it's because, um, first, I do believe it's our human right to organize and Mm-mm. to partake in to partake in this political landscape. That hindi porque hindi porque na hindi tayo senat, senador, congresswoman, congressista, or gobernador, or mayor, or taga barangay. Ay ibig sabihin na um, wala tayong karapatan magreklamo, wala tayong karapatan sa social political landscape natin. Because and at the end of the day. Um, we the people are the are the ones who elect these people. We are the people are the ones who choose these people. So we have the right to complain and complain and complain. That's um, that's one of the that's one of the well, that's one of our privileges. That's one of our rights, talaga. Na we put these people, we entrust them with this power, with this um, this immense amount of power to enact laws to Mm-mm. um. 
to enact laws, to partake in the, judi- the judiciary system, to approve these laws. I think at the at the center at the centerful talaga is that um ang pagreklamo nangan natin ang yun nga lang ang uh it's like yun nga lang yung hinihingi natin yung mm-hmm. karapatan para magreklamo at para mag maging kritiko yun nga natin sila pinipilit um di naman natin sila pinipilit na gawin ang gusto natin pero mm-hmm. yun nga pag nakikita natin na ang ginagawa nila ay hindi beneficial sa masses mm-hmm. ang nangyari may karapat na talaga tayo magreklamo and on and on protesting naman I think um protesting is this really powerful tool that you can see it's also it's not only like sa oral like Mm-mm. the sound but it's also visually empowering to see um, people from different walks of life to be under one banner na nakikita mo yung mga magsasaka um kasama nila maglakad mga LGBTQ community mga trans women or um and then you also see them with workers yung mga factory workers yung mga trabahador yung mga minimum wage income workers you see these different people from different walks of life that have different experiences and that it didn't bother them that Mm-mm. they're so different in in every way that they just knew na, that they just empathize with each other that mm-hmm. um, we're all marginalized sectors of society that we are all under this iron fist of the government that they have this immense amount of power and that mm-hmm. um, and that protesting is like one of their only ways to be seen and heard and to be um, and to honestly have a platform kasi di mo, na, di mo naman nakikita sa mga major news outlets ang mga hinahain ng masa kung hindi siya nagpaprotesta. Mm-hmm. So, yun. Um, kaya sa mga boomers or yung mga boomer mentality, um, isipin na lang nila na everything that we have now was not um, given to us. It was not given out for free or for out of the kindness of those people who are rich and powerful. Um, we struggled. We fought. Um, we died for these rights. Kaya may karapatan tayo mag-rally, protesta, magreklamo, at lahat-lahat. Kasi nga, dugo at pawis ang inaalay natin sa sistema na to. Dugo at, uh, dugo at pawis yung binigay natin sa para lang makamit natin yung mga karapatan natin. So, yeah. Yes, that is right. Um, katumbas din ito, I think, sa, ano, sa dugo at pawis na inaalay ng mga ancestors natin, ng mga previous generations natin. Yeah. Diba? Na... I think nakakalimutan din natin especially sa mga um, um, hindi nakaka-appreciate sa ganitong um, um, sa ganitong ideya na the benefits that they are experiencing now some of the benefits that they are experiencing now are actually because of the protests and activism that our ancestors or the past generations have done so it is not only our right but it is also our responsibility to move like to to reklamo to reklamo to reklamo to protest to protest and do something for the future diba mm-hmm. like activism is is not only for one generation diba yung act, yung yung protest ng activism or kung ano man yung ginagawa natin hindi naman lang yun para sa atin eh para din yun sa 
sa future like for our future children future kids so um i think yan yung parang um hindi naiintindihan ng maraming pilipino ngayon why activism is important so ikaw christu how do you um how do you do or how do you execute your activism and how do you put your causes and and advo- and advocacies into into action um personally kasi since since, nga, um, since i'm not um uh, super out to my parents of being like an activist talaga like patagulan talaga ako as in nakabulok mm-hmm. sa facebook ko para hindi nila nakikita yung mga pina-post ko and stuff or yung mga in-organize kong events um essentially what i do what i focus on is really um educating those who are willing to be educated para Kasi there are a lot of people who are willing to be educated talaga. Parang yes, yes. talaga natin is nakikita lang talaga natin yung mga reklamador sa yung mga reklamador na pa-pa-kinak pa- protesta sa Facebook comment. Mm-hmm. I think it really puts a downer on us. But I think it's comforting na it's, it's comforting to think about that there are people out there just waiting to be educated or just wanting to have that right avenue. And I think mm-hmm. kaya push ako ng push for events, for webinars, for um educational discussion sa org ko kahit alam ko lima lang pupunta or sampo mm-hmm. ganun like never ko makukuha yung audience na parang gusto ko makamit like a hundred people ganun pero i think um while activism is a collective action you can't have a collective without the individual so mm-hmm. maski isang tao lang yan masap na tauhan maski isang tao lang na um masabihan lang or ma-realize nila na yung totoong kalagayan ng masa, totoong kalagayan mm. ng lipunan, it's such a big help because it's a butterfly effect. Once yes. you, once you educate this one person, they'll be more enticed, they'll be more willing to um share it to their peers, share it to their families, mm-hmm. and then you find allies in everyone. You can't treat everyone as enemies. Na parang e- you can't alienate your future allies by gatekeeping by um being pretentious or by being mm-hmm. like or by pretending to be like the master activist you also have to be humble mm-hmm. you also have to know that you can be educated as well na hindi porket um nakabasa ka na ng mga akda ni Marx saka ni Lenin ay ibig sabihin noon ay meron ka na, ay meron ka ng um authority to speak down on people na para mm-hmm. your activism is lacking because um you also have to um if you want people to join you in your activism you also have to give them the reason you also have to convince them you can't expect them to um, kneel down and just submit to you because that's not what mm-hmm. activism is that's what um that's what fascism is and that's the ex- mm-hmm. exact opposite that we're what we're of what we're trying to achieve Yes, um, I like everything that you said. Yung na yung takeaway ko talaga don is that education is the key to activism. Kasi bilang activism is a collective action. Kailangan mas ma, mas maganda na dumami at dumami at dumami ang nakakaalam at nakakarealize at nakaka-understand sa cost na pinaglalaban nyo. And to uh, to also add, I think active activism should create an environment that is enabling rather than disabling. Mm-hmm. 
diba? Yeah. Um, we should we should encourage and not discourage. That's why sinasa- yung sinabi mo kanina na hindi dapat ginigate keep ang other <laughs> activists, right? Uh-huh. Kasi ang ang importante talaga is to craft um, a message, to craft a message that would support the ideas that are already present. Niba, kung yeah. meron kung meron kayong cause and advocacy at meron kayong pinaniniwalaan, strengthen that message with the um with the current information that you can get maybe from the present act- activists, diba? So I I I I also don't get it why other activists parang um inaangkin nila yung yeah. cause na yun na kami yung nagsimula nito. Like it's it's Sorry for the word, but it's bullshit. Like that's not the point of activism. The point of activism is to bring people together and facilitate the access of information so that other people can access this information as well. Right? And yung sinabi mo kanina na you're posting on Facebook, you're posting on Instagram. So na realize ko na activism has really changed. Na before activism is expressed through physical protest and rallies na andun talaga sa street yung sa martial law like the yung mga estudyante na proprotesta sila and recently nagkaroon ng ano nagkaroon na ng um, through the rise of the technology nagkaroon na ng online presence yung mga aktivista so recently nakaka um, meron na mga online concerts as a form of activism and protests, di ba? So, what do you think, Christian, um, does the social media play in facilitating activism? Mm, I think social media is such an important complementary tool to activism. I wouldn't say that it is the end-all, be-all because I feel like um, the physical means of um, protest, of activism is so much more important. Yun nga yung ika nga nila, the revolution will not be televised. Siguro pwede mong sabihin, the revolution will not be live-tweeted. Mm-hmm. Ang revolution ay nasa labas. Ang revolution mm-hmm. ay nasa nasa. Um, kaya magandang, magandang social media as a way to bring people to um, to give them that um, that first um, that first taste or parang first experience of being an activist. Mm. Na parang you get to educate people through online means or you get to create artworks and post it online. So mm. I think that's super important for uh starting activists to be more comfortable in voicing their views, to be more comfortable in acknowledging that yes, I do not know everything, but that does not mean I have no right to speak out. Mm-mm. Um and then eventually kasi nagtatranslate siya into um nagcultivate yung activism mo nagcultivate yung advocacy mo to the point na i have to do more and that's the i think that's a super important for people who want to partake mm-hmm. in activism is that it never stops at it doesn't stop with ousting the terte it doesn't stop with um electing a good president or maybe changing how society works right now. It will always be present. There will always be um, problems that we have to um, fix. Um, even though we want to achieve a utopic society, it's mm-hmm. not going to um, come easy. There will be a lot of setbacks. And that's where we're going to rely on activism. 
to um, amplify the voices of those who have been wronged, not to overshadow them. Kaya nga ayoko yung sinasabi na um, be the voice of the voiceless. Because the voiceless, most of the time they're referring to are the masses. And the masses have never been voiceless. The mm-hmm. masses have always been um, the masses have always been the ones to experience um, the brunt of state forces, the brunt of um, fascistic forces. Sila talaga yung mm-hmm. nakaramdam. Hindi yung mga um, nasa Metro Manila, na, na naka-apartment sa BGC. It's the simple it's the simple farmer in Benguet. It's the fisher in it's the fisher folk in um Shargao or or, mm. or or Aurora. It's the it's the Lumads in Mindanao. They, yes, I like it. Mm. They've always Yung... been fighting. So Jang, we we just have the privilege of being heard more because you know, our social economic standing gives us more access to education, gives us access to more um gives us more access to uh platforms. Kaya instead of like um making us the star of the show, it is the opportunity to relinquish that privilege and to give it mm-hmm. up to the masses who have never been given who who in their experience has never been who has never experienced it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yes, I like I like yung sinabi mo na act activism never stops and um with regards to the social media then parang i also like to add that having access to the internet and to those to the social media access to information is actually a privilege okay. now na nagkakatipon-tipon tayo we're 47 or 46 people na nag the discussion about this is actually a privilege and every click na Every click that we do online is also a responsibility. It's an accountability as well for the people na walang access to this information. So having this privilege, sabi nga ni Chris Shu, it's, it's also really um, parang malaki talaga yung responsibilidad natin para to be, um, to be the voice of these people. And with regards also to the social media, I think ramdam din naman natin na social media is kind of dark nowadays parang very hostile na talaga yung social media ngayon and um in relation to the anti-terrorism law si AFP chief Gapay um parang sinabi niya that he wants to use the law to regulate or monitor the social media even though wala namang provision na nagsabi or there's no specific mention over control on social media platforms sa law but of course given the track record of the government malaki at malaki talagang posibilidad na gagamitin nila ang social media for whatever their motives are. So, what do you think, Chris Chu, what effects will the anti-terrorism law have on activists who use the internet or the social media platforms to voice out their concerns? I think we already have a good taste of it, even prior to the ATL. It was back in during the election season where biglang nalamtag na ginagamit ng Cambridge Analytica at ng Facebook yung personal data natin um, for, the, for the campaign, for the political campaign of uh, Rodrigo Duterte. So um, that was one of the first, um, that was one of the first occurrences of, elector, of cyber electoral um, mismanagement and infiltration because mm-hmm. um, we see 
we saw how susceptible our we are because we rely so much on social media to not only connect mm-hmm. with others but to also run our businesses to run our um to run our personal pages um to advertise our products or the things that we want to the things that we want to advocate for we use social media in such a um vulnerable way because mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to be more vulnerable in social media rather than in person experience and then we hear that um, we've been using this data to benefit a person in power um, and then now with the ATL we see this we see the blurred lines of what is activist or what is an activist compared to a terrorist we see them blur mm-hmm. the lines even more we see them um, we see them able to red tag more um, innocent university students we see mm-hmm. them more um, And even with the ATL, you see, after the ATL, it doesn't really affect social media lang. It affects, like, the whole sociopolitical uh, mood. Because mm-hmm. after ATL, we see so many um, long-term activists um, killed, murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, their bodies are even desecrated to the point that um, people who are close to these people, like these people's families, they can't even recognize them. Um, Recent power kay um, Nandi Echawis at saka kay Zara Alvarez. So yung dalawa mm-hmm. yung um, pinaka nasa, pinaka naabutan ng balita na yun. Pinaka nakaabot sa mga tao. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, besides that, it also sparks this fear na in people who want to start activism. The people mm-hmm. who are so passionate about these advocacies that they should be um, that they can and will be an enemy of the state and treated as such. And we know how the state treats their enemies. We see them in rumads who are bombed every day. We see them in activists who are killed and their bodies desecrated. We see them in government officials who are for, who are ousted out of their possessions, like um, Chief, Chief Justice Sereno and Rodrigo Duterte out of Duterte's cabinet. We see that even those who are privileged are not safe. And if they're not safe, what more of the simple masses who can't even afford half a quarter of what we have now? Yes, no one is safe. No one is safe. Like that's the fact. And um, just to add, it also it it actually impacts the cultural psyche of the Filipinos. Alam mo yun na because yeah. they 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 know na. Okay, may example na lang tayo. The ABS-CBN closure. Okay. So, nung nag-close ang ABS-CBN, of course, um, nagkaroon ng, um, like, the other media outlets will have this fear to exercise their dissent. Kasi alam nila na pwede mangyari sa kanila yung nangyari sa ABS-CBN. So, also, red tagging is rampant nowadays. So, even the common Filipinos are are um, subject to risk. Kahit wala silang ginagawa. That is the terror that the anti-terrorism law brings to the Philippines. And I think yung important din na gawin natin as as um, the generation na nagsisimula pa lang yung anti-terrorism law is to stop the assertion of the government na na yung idea nila that the milit that 
militarization is a way of life. Kasi yung nararamdaman ko ngayon na parang um, na ito na talaga yung buhay natin bilang Pilipino. And I think it is a responsibility natin para sa future kids natin na hindi mangyari na militar at militar at militar na lang palagi ang solusyon. Diba? So that's why we protest. We protest. We 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 bring these issues sa kinaukulan or kung wala man kinaukulan we bring it to the to the streets or to online so that is the um that is the main point of activism but before we continue the discussion christian and i would like to hear um from our podsibs who are listening right now, if you have any questions or if you want to share um, stories regarding activism or protests that you deem um, share-worthy, go DM me or Christian or just tag me sa Event Discussion Channel and we'll share them to the show. And this will be uploaded in Spotify. So, Duterte, <laughs> um, Anti-Terror Council, baka naman. <laughs> right? So, parang yung ginagawa nga natin ngayon, Chris Chu, is we're putting ourselves at risk. Do you agree? <laughs> um, definitely. Because we're, uh, anyone, anyone talaga who allows, who uses their platform is at risk talaga. Because their words can be twisted. Their charges can be upped, and they can be propped up, and yun nga. Pero um, hindi nagtapos ang laban sa social media o sa pagganit ng platform. Um, nagtatapos lang naman ito pag nakamit natin yung tunay na isinain ng masa. So hindi tapos ang laban. Um, hindi pa tapos ang laban porque nagawa natin ito. Mas marami pa tayong pwedeng gawin. Mas marami pa tayong dapat gawin nagsisimula pa lang tayo. <laughs> nagsisimula pa lang tayo. So guys, wala ba kayong ano, questions jan Or anything na gusto nyong share Come on, don't be shy. <laughs> so shout out pala kay Trisha. I see you um, recoding everything yeah. that Christian and I say. You're so sweet. Hindi tayo malaya. Mahaba lang ang tanikala. That is from Alec. Wow, nice one, Alec. Sabi ni Chris Pino, activism is also a bridge for us to be with the masses, to listen to their stories and not just fight for them, but fight with them. Yeah. Nice. That's really nice. The more you learn, the more you, reali- you realize you have more to learn by ranging. Yes. So parang yung nagigets ko talaga ngayon na about the discussion natin is really... Um, the dissemination of information and um, um, persuading people to be with you sa cause na pinaglalaban mo. Right, Chris Chu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely, um, the movement does not, the movement appreciates every ally that they can get. Kahit hindi tugma, hindi eksakto ang um, alignment namin, kuwari, kuwari nga, hindi naman lahat ng, acti- lahat ng activism organizations, hindi naman sila lahat pare-pareho yung filosofiya. And that's okay. It's okay. Because if we force these um, organizations to abide by one philosophy, magiging echo chamber siya. 
So maganda palagi na meron tayong um, opposition or meron tayong hindi katugma. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, um, we have to do our best to critique, not um, alienate these activism mm-hmm. groups. Kasi nga, um, when nga, party list naman, ano siya, far left siya, very na- national democratic siya. Yun yung tawa, mm-hmm. yun yung term. And then you have other left-leaning groups, um, for example, Akayan, Akbayan, mm-hmm. um, socialist, de- democratic socialist. So, um, mas parait sila-ish sa amin. But we're still on the left. So, yun nga, most of the time we don't see eye to eye kasi nga, magkaiba yung philosophies namin, magkaiba yung pinapali- pinapaniwalaan namin. Pero, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, um, isa lang talaga dapat yung gusto namin makamit is that we want the masses to be heard and that the government should serve the people talaga, not themselves. Yes. Here is a story from Jason. Sabi niya, um, was writing a story way back 2008 during GMA's term. It's about mining in Zambales. One day, a group of men entered our publication office and grabbed mm-hmm. my files. We still published way back in college. Wow. Yeah. Um, you really see how state forces have the ability to kaya talaga nilang tapak-tapakan lang yung mga simpleng college editors, college um, journalists lang. Kasi nga, ano lang sila eh. Um, sa mata nila, ano lang sila, um, numero. Hindi Mm-mm. sila, hindi talaga sila tao sa paningin nila. Kasi nga, hindi nila sila supportahan yung gusto nilang gawin. So, um, yun nga, um, brings me back to the story of Liliosa Hilaw, the first official martyr of martial law, where mm-hmm. she was a very anti-Marcos critic, and then eventually men found her, um, yung secret police ni Marcos found her, and then, um, yun na nga lang, yung bangkay niya, sobrang desecrated, sobrang, um, wala na talaga. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He, really see how um, journalists talaga, they play such an important part in information. Mm-hmm. Yes, another story here from Chris Pino, sabi niya, di ko mahanap first protest ko before, uh, first protest ko, pero memorable rin ito. Ito nung nilipat si Marcos sa libingan ng mga bayani. My, per- my parents weren't always supportive, pero kung hindi ako namulat sa aktivismo, siguro hindi ganun kasing bukas isip ko sa paghihirap ng iba na naiiba sa akin. From rallying with Apeco farmers to employees of Ateneo na hindi binigyan ng race for six years to rallying against Duterte, lahat ng yun naging daan para mas maging makabayan at mas maging makatawa ko. Wow, that's so nice, Chris. So here's a question for you, Chris Chu, from Jen Arby. He asks, what do you think about the only way to change the government is through becoming part of it? Um, personally, um, I don't believe it. Because mm-hmm. it's not, I don't believe the government workers. And there are a lot of people who seek to change government through becoming part of it. But, um, yun nga, it's a good alleyway. It's a good um, avenue for progressive groups to get in. And you can really see it in sa makabayang block. Yun nga yun, minensyon ni Jackie. Um, um, because, yun nga, one of the sole reasons nga kung bakit pumasok yung kabataan party list sa kongreso ay para hindi lang uh, para maihain yung kagustuhan ng kabataan. And at the mm-hmm. same time, um, give us a sort of legitimacy that 
um, we are um, hindi lang kami may ingay na bata hindi lang kami may ingay na tao dyan sa um, eskinita ano kami we are uh, an, a formal organization a formal party list so and we're partaking in your um, congress so yun and then pero personally I don't fully believe it na yun yung only way um, previous mm-hmm. revolutions um, can really speak to that um, I think the only way for to, for us to like change the government as in completely as in buwagin talaga yung bulok ng sistema is that um, makisama sa masa talaga yung mm-hmm. yun talaga yung paraan yun talaga yung paraan kasi um, the government naman kasi ngayon and the current constitution it has it's very pumapanig siya sa mga mayayaman kaya nga mm-hmm. hanggang ngayon may karapatan pa rin yung mga tao mag-contractualize ng workers. Meron mm-hmm. pa rin tayong mga hasyenda, hawak-hawak na mga um, political political powers. And then, we can see that the government also uses the legislation to support them. By An example would be their refusal to pass the anti-political um, dynasty bill um, mm-hmm. spearheaded by previous and previous congressman Neri Colmenares. And mm. the only way to change the government fully, to reform it, to create a new, is to, ano talaga, to be one with the masses, to fight with them. And because mas makapangilihan ng masa kahit anong gobyerno pa yan. Silapan yes. Nila. The only way for us to change the government completely is to join the masses. That is very beautiful, Chris Chu. Here's another question from Jen Arby. How about the protracted people's war? Do you still think it's relevant today? Or what gains have we gained since the 1970s? If safe lang to talk about it. Is it safe? Okay. Yep. Okay I lang. think it's All right. safe because it's, uh, this is and educational. Naman. We're not inciting mm-hmm. that we want a people's war. We just recognize it. Naman. So protracted yes. people's war is a pop is one of Mao's popul- most popular philosophy. Um, essentially it states that the people from the rural areas um don't start the revolution. So in our case it's a provinces. And then mm-hmm. it starts um it starts to achieve a strategic stalemate. Um, with the state forces. Eventually, ang nun, siya sa mga urban centers and what happens is now that the masses have the upper hand, we can um, oust the government. We can um, reform it on the masses, on the masses terms. Um, do you still think it's re- relevant today? Um, I think it's relevant today. Kasi um, even though um, the NPA isn't as like uh, as present as it is now, um, we don't really know because we live in the city and it's really um, naive to think that we would experience the NPA here or in urban areas in the province. We really see them in the farmers and the fishermen in these villages talaga. Hindi sila, kaya nga po tractate ng poswar, inuuna muna yung mga marginalized sectors of society, hindi yung mga like the benefit from the current uh, regime. What gains have you gained since the 1970? Um, in terms of the revolutionary movement, I think um, we're at this, I don't know, we're at this 
critical moment in time where we're faced with another dic- possible dictator. Honestly, possible pa ba? Parang dictator na siya. Parang, dictator pero, na yan. Uh, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, yun nga, we're faced with another Marcos situation and this is really an important moment because the way we dealt with Marcos kasi is we put another oligarch in, its, in his place, si Cory Aquino. And we know how that ended up. So, essentially, this moment will be um, important in the revolutionary movement if we can manage to um, put the masses as those who are ruling, not another oligarch. So, yeah. So, yes. In, 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 and last one from Jen RV. What do you think we can do more to engage more people to become part of the movement? Mm. Um, engage more people to become part of the movement. Super complicated. Because kahit ako super hirap na hirap organize ng youth. Youth nga super hirap kani organize. But but um, I think the 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 most we can do is just be as loud as possible be as um to let these people know that to let these um people who hold um progressive ideals to their heart that there is an avenue for change that there are people like you that you are not alone in this fight na hindi ka um hindi ka nag-iisa meron kang collective na maaaring samahan na maaaring um na maaari kayong pareho um lahat-lahat kayo lalaban hindi ka mag-iisa lang hindi ka nag-iisa sa laban na ito. Kasama mo ang masa, kasama ang collective, kaya huwag ka matakot na, kaya parang huwag ka matakot maging parte ng kilusan. So, yun nga. Um, I think we have to be as loud as possible to be, um, to be more, ano, more open to members who have started from, kumaray, mga, kahit mga previous PBS, I think we have, we have more to gain from like, um, educating them. We have more to gain from from convincing them rather than to alienate them as this parang weird people na parang dapat sila magbayad ng utang ng Duterte kasi binoto nila parang na parang nakakalimutan niyo ba na ang masa rin ay bumoto kay Duterte na may mga tao lang sa masa na bumoto kailangan parang we can't alienate these BBS supporters um, because these people are part of the masses then. There are GP drivers, taxi drivers, farmers, fishermen, security guards who support Duterte. And we can't we can't be selective in the masses. Kasi the masses is all. All siya. Hindi siya, ang, hindi lang kasama sa masses yung ruling class. Mm-hmm. Lang yung, lang. Yes, um, so we have probably discussed almost everything about the idea of activism, its ways, its importance, um, its impact to the community. So I w- my last question for you, Chris Shu, is how do you keep your activism in check? Like, how do you make sure that everything that you do is still in line with, you know, with, with your causes or with your values maybe, and it does not um, harm others, other communities or other people as well? Um. To keep your activism in check, you always have to self-critique and you always have to get to be ready to learn and to educate yourself more. Feeling ko yun yung 
inyong um tatlong tatlong pinakaimportante um you have to ensure that just because um you advocate for a good thing does not mean that you are a good person automatically mm-hmm. i mean we have a lot of people who advocate for um um for good causes and then you can see them how they treat um their fellow men so you have to essentially think that you are not the perfect activist that you are um the mentality of na you have so much to learn and that you have that the your current world view is very the scope is very small and that's mm. the importance of the collective because the collective gives you more point of views the collective gives you more um insight that you previously might not have so and then second you have to be open to be educated you have to take critique to heart you have to ensure that this critique isn't um is it is it is it an attack on your character but rather mm. um an, but rather uh but rather uh recommendation or suggestion mm. by another person that from their point of view parang mali so mm. You have to take into account na hindi porket um kinikritika na tao ay naaway ka na. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, um educate yourself more. Um be open to more avenues of learning. Be open to learning more philosophies. Be open to learning more um works from your current um from your current reading list. Um kware as kware national democratic ako. Malamang ang ang inoplit ko na philosophy is MLM. So, kasi yun yung parang closest to my personal po, po, view of politics. Uh, but it doesn't mean that I will stop at Marx now. Because there are so many other authors there that you can learn from. And not only in a good way na parang, ah, I can adapt this to my philosophy. It's also like, ah, I know what to avoid. This mm. is like what happened to this person. Na para ito pa rin kamalian niya. And maybe I should mm. keep that in mind because I might be susceptible to making the same mistake. So, ayan. Yeah, I feel like that's the three most important things to um, keep up with your activism. Yes. Educate yourself so that you can educate others as well. So, thank you so much, Chris Chu. Thank you so much for your time, for your expertise, you. for your knowledge. Ang dami kong natutunan. Um, and to, personally, mas nag, na-ignite yung pagiging makabayan ko. And, and being Filipino as well. So, um, you are still starting being the chairperson of of the social sciences chapter of the Kabataan Partilist Katipunan. And keep doing what you're doing. And we're just here, Podsibs, to support you with all your causes and your advocacy. So is there anything else that you want to say to our Podsibs? Um, siguro, yung last parang closing remark-ish ko is that um, it's never too late to participate in, to act, in activism. Um, mm-hmm. Kahit maski government, government worker ka, may mga avenues talaga. Like in Courage, which is a specific organization for government government workers who are striving for things that are against, the current government is against. Um, so there are always avenues and there are always um, ways to, per, to hone your activism. 
Mm-hmm. Kailangan mo yun pandayin. Hindi lang yung aktivismo mismo, kailangan mo rin pandayin yung pakikisalanguha mo sa um, kapwa mo tao. Yung pakikisalanguha mo sa, um, sa masa. Na kailangan mong isipin na hindi ikaw ang nakaisip ito, hindi isang mayaman o privilehiyong tao ang nakaisip na ipaglaban ang karapatan nila, kundi ang masa na ulit-ulit ng pinagtatapak-tapakan ng mga nangahari puri. So, yun nga. Um, uh, yun nga. Siguro last words lang is magpadalo at dumalo at magpadalo. Um, let yourself be invited to these ex- to these discussions to have an open mind when you're attending these educational discussions that these progressive groups are um, hosting every month or every week, PBH. And then, dumalo ka rin. Um, be willing. Be, um, be willing to go to these discussions kahit naisip mo parang gusto ko mag-, mag Netflix or kumain ng chichiria and all that. Or mag-dank memer. Ganon. Yeah. So, yun. Um, kaya ang alahanin, ang aktivismo hindi na natapos sa social media o sa pagpo-post. Uh, ang aktivismo ay palaging nasa kalsada. Palaging nasa masa. So, don't stop at just being critical of the government on Twitter. Um, translate these grievances, these anger to joining these organizations that um, that um, allows you and your fellow men and women to do collective action for systemic change. So, yeah. Yes. Ang aktivismo ay para sa masa. Thank you so much once again, Chris Chu. Thank you. Thank you. Right, so Podsips, I hope madami, yes, madama kay, madami kayo natutunan because ako ang dami, ang dami kong natutunan and and siguro yung takeaway, my takeaway for this episode is that activism teaches us to do what is right. To do and you know, um, I mean, activism teaches us that to do what is right, it is not enough to know that something is wrong. We must also call out and disobey what is wrong. We must also do something about it and stand our ground individually or collectively. And um, in contrast to what other people say, activism is not fueled by hate. It is powered by love. Your love to the country, to your countrymen, to your parents, to your community, to the future children, to yourself. And opposition to the government is not the aim of activism. To oppose injustice, its system and institutions is not a crime. Activism is not terrorism. That's it for this episode of Bass Thursday. Thank you for joining me tonight, Podsibs. If you like this podcast, let's continue the discussion on socials. And don't forget to tag me at yo 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 baste and honest bar on Instagram. Until next Thursday. Stay vigilant, stay informed, stay engaged. This is Baste. Bye.